Welcome to the Daily Dose. Got a killer show for you today. Um, going to be going through some interesting discussion points, um, sharing some thoughts and ideas, connecting you all to each other. Um, just hoping to add some 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 brightness and uh, enjoy to your day. Um, let's get started with uh, a comment um, that I love. A question that I love you to answer. So uh, please smash that purple comment button in the bottom right, um, and I would love, love, love for you to answer uh, this question. What's something you're proud of that you accomplished recently? So this is your this is your moment to brag. Uh, this is your moment to share something that you're proud of. Uh, don't be afraid uh, to 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 claim something that you're proud of. So why don't you share that in the comments? Smash that purple uh, comment button and and answer the question. What's something you're proud of that you accomplished recently? We'd love to hear that. We're actually going to read some of those out um, as we go through the show. Um, as you all know. It's really important uh, to me to connect with you all that are listening, not not just folks on the stage. So please comment, um, and we will be reading as many comments as we can, and and then um, and really bringing you into the conversation. So appreciate that. Also, uh, if you wouldn't mind, please uh, retweet the pin tweet at the top uh, to get more folks in the space. Want to want to share the daily dose love uh, with everybody. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, that would be fabulous. Uh, want to read out a couple of the uh, fun comments that we're seeing already. Just people saying hi. Uh, Gigi saying it's it's Baby Friday. Good morning, dosers. <laughs> it could also be said it's a Friday baby, uh, which is exciting. Um, we got a, a comment from Barbie saying GM Daily Dosers. Hope everyone has a great day. Uh, I agree. I hope everybody does have a good day. Sheba King says GM fan with a cute little picture of like a cat maybe and a rainbow. Um, so that's always, always fun to see. Uh, I really, really appreciate y'all being here. It's great. We've already got some friends on stage, which is going to be fun. Um, let's just head straight into the Mintify market report, y'all. So as you all know, Mintify is a powerful tr- tool for NFT traders. The analytics is next level. Um, the Discord is powerful. You've got one-click allow lists. Uh, you've got an, uh, their own uh hosted specialized node for faster trading. Uh, it's just a killer tool and you can try it for free. And as you all know, the goal, one of the goals of Daily Dose is to educate you all to make sure that you've got the important news of the day, the important market news of the day. And so we thought what's better than having um, a sponsor share that with you all. So that is what Mintify is going to do. Uh, why don't you hit it, the voice with the intro. Presenting the Market Daily Report. Brought to you by Mintify, the leading NFT aggregator. Love it. Thanks, The Voice. Uh, let's hand it over to Mintify. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and always, uh, thank you for that awesome intro. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing great. Excited for the show. Absolutely. Me too. All right. Let's check this out. The uh, total 24-hour market volume, just under $14 million. Highest sale, nothing too crazy. Board Ape 2846 for 76 ETH. The top collections based on volume. Valhalla, still number one. 615 ETH traded, 1.22 ETH floor price. Board Ape, 578 ETH traded, 68 ETH floor price. And I believe this minted yesterday, MNTGE, 520 ETH traded, 0.76 ETH floor price. Uh, a most upvoted drops today, there's three pretty significant ones. Uh, Renault. Helix, Metaverse Land, and 90s Kids. I believe they're all minting at uh, 12 Eastern along with, I think, two other things. So um, definitely check out that gas. Noteworthy market updates. 
Investment bank B. Riley proposes a new $72 million financing plan for Bitcoin miner Core Scientific to help the company avoid bankruptcy. And MetaMask adds PayPal integration for Ethereum purchases. While Ethereum takes a dip below the critical 1275 uh, support level, hopefully it can pull back up down about 5% on the day. Uh, thank you. And just uh, in a minute, I will pin up a thread on the top Polygon collections. Uh, some interesting stuff in there. Love thank it. you very much. Thanks, Mintify. I appreciate you bringing the market, market daily report. i um, already getting some fun comments from you all on what you're proud of. Uh, John Sadka says, proud of the NFT collection I minted yesterday. That's nearly minted out. Excited for the reveal, reveal today. Way to go on that, John. Um, got another one from Delta Dahlia. And they said, I actually just started my small business and I just got my first few bulk orders. So yeah, I'm pretty pumped and exhausted, but still super happy. <laughs> Congrats. That's so awesome. Gosh, getting a business off the ground is a huge, huge accomplishment. Um, so congrats on that. Then another fun uh, comment from Juniverse. He said, something I'm proud of this year is I've done over 60 hikes this year with over 750 miles of trails with two more weeks to go. Going to try to smash this next year. Love it. So if you're a hiker, uh, then ping Juniverse and say hello. Um, and I, I would love it if you all would um, reply to each other in the comments, connect to each other, follow each other. Um, it, it, the community that you build with each other through the daily dose is, is, is going to be the most valuable thing, um, that possibly do so. So please keep connecting with each other, supporting each other, add a little positivity, um, uh, to each other as, as gentle tornado would say. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go up next to the lucky trader news. Um, Again, I wanted to bring up a sponsor who's adding a ton of value, and it's important you all know what the news is, what, what what's happening today, and why does it matter. Um, I love Lucky Trader News. I use it every day. Got the notifications on. It's a free app. Um, so I would like uh, to hand over to The Voice for the intro. It's time for the Daily Dose News. News from around the Web3 world. Brought to you by Lucky Trader. Love it. Thanks, The Voice. Over to you, Lucky Trader. Thank you, Ryan, and good morning, everyone. Welcome to Lucky Trader's top Web3 news stories for today. Expanding on Mintify's update, PayPal has announced a major partnership with MetaMask. MetaMask users in the United States can now add ETH through PayPal by using the mobile app. The leading wallet provider has direct access now to PayPal's more than 420 million users in a move to make purchasing crypto easier and more efficient. A MetaMask product manager commented, this integration with PayPal will allow our U.S. users to not just buy crypto seamlessly through MetaMask, but also to easily explore the Web3 ecosystem. In NFT marketplace news, Blur clarified Airdrop 3 rewards mechanics. The TLDR is that the best strategy per their guidance is to bid on top volume collections as close to the floor as possible for the longest time possible, and loyalty will be rewarded via their luck factor. There is no added benefit for volume. The leading Solana marketplace, Magic Eden, has debuted a new rewards program for traders. The reward system will be based on trading activity on their platform, likely benefiting high-volume traders and high-priced NFT buyers, though it is unclear at this time exactly what those rewards entail. Major investment funds and asset managers in Wisdom Tree, Arca, and Susquehanna have made large recent investments in Web3 companies. Their investments range from Wisdom Tree's launch of nine blockchain-enabled funds 
to ARCA's investment in Spaceport's intellectual property protocol and Susquehanna invested in frontrunners decentralized sports prediction markets. And Limit Break CEO and Digitagaku founder Gabriel Layden teased a new community royalty solution. The structure will allow for both creator and previous collectors of the NFT to receive royalties enforced on-chain through a smart contract. The contract will be open source, allowing for adoption for other projects in the space. And Layden commented on the news, just imagine getting a free NFT with baked-in community royalties for the owners of the NFT. The whole space is going to change overnight. It was a big day of news for the Web3 space, even with some bleak market action. That's it for today, Ryan. Back to you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Lucky Trader, for bringing the news. Um, I I love that. Did you die, Gaku? <laughs> Never say that. Uh, is innovating on the contract level. And I, I, I love the idea of this community rewards kind of dynamic um, that you it, it helps you uh, if you're helping the community um, and the, the liquidity of a collection. It's pretty neat. Uh, I know Super Rare did uh, introduce that a while ago at a marketplace level, but it's good to see it happening on a, on a collection contract level. So thanks for pointing that out. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, PayPal as well. I think that's big news. Very exciting. Um, we've got a discussion topic on that. Um, seeing more fun comments about what you all are proud of. I want to read them out. Uh, our very own Gene Parmesan uh, said, launch my podcast. Heck yeah. Um, uh, can't wait to listen to that, Gene. Appreciate it. Uh, Kenny Powers said, sold my restaurant after 15 years in the industry. It was bittersweet, but building a business from the ground up and successfully selling it was a very gratifying accomplishment. Good job, Kenny. That is awesome. Um, and, uh, and and maybe maybe you can give us restaurant recommendations from now on. Um, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> so I uh, got another one from Radmatist. They said, not sure if it's an accomplishment per se, but I recently made the choice to resign from a stagnating place to build something of my own in the education tech space. Heck yeah. Love it. Um, that's super exciting that you're uh, launching out on a new adventure. Congrats. All right. Let's uh, keep going. We've got uh, an interesting development today, y'all. Uh, I did a, a random Twitter space with a bunch of you. I, I, I'm losing track of days here. I think it was maybe yesterday or the day before uh, to get your feedback on PoApps, you know, and just kind of listening to what you all were thinking and, and as you all know, we're building live, right? We're, we're adapting, we're learning, um, and we're listening to feedback. And what was interesting is um, I asked everybody, hey, what if we were a little more random with POAP drops um, instead of one every day? Is that a good or a bad thing? Um, and, uh, and the massive majority said, oh, a little more randomness might be good. Um, so guess what? There is no POAP today. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where everybody leaves. <laughs> um, I'm monitoring yeah. the live numbers. All right, let's let's see. You know, it's like, hey, let's just mix it up a little bit. You know, um, probably we'll do poaps a lot most of the time, but sometimes we won't. Like just to make it a little more special when we do. Um, so, um, I'd love to give you a pop every second of the day, y'all. But at the same time, let's make it special. Um, let's mix it up, um, and you know this might discourage farmers a little bit. They're not going to know exactly when we're going to drop it. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll get tired a little bit more. Um, so we're not doing one. I'm sorry. Um, I love you. I hope you stay. <laughs> um, the other thing is, uh, as you all know, it did a big thread yesterday. Um, and I think Clemente is going to pin it just kind of explaining, um, more thoughts and, and, 
and kind of going deeper on what we're doing here with POAPS, et cetera. Uh, I released or I posted two uh, um, community made Dune dashboards uh, on on POAPS um, and, and what's happening with the collection. But but here's a reminder, right? Uh, those are, are have no filtering, right? So there's zero filtering out of farmers on those. Uh, that is straight up wallets, right? So I want to be very, very clear. We're going to heavily de-farm the list and I'm pretty sure we'll get almost all the farmers. So, um, you know, take those numbers with a grain of salt. Like they're, they're just not the final list at all. Um, and also keep in mind the, the slight difference between my previous uh, uh, um, chart that I released uh, where, you know, the you if you had more than eight, you were in the 800, um, the top 800, and now it's like 18 to 20. The reason why the difference is We've done more shows, and also uh, the previous numbers didn't include the Rev POAPs. Uh, they do now. Um, and also uh, the new list is including uh, contribution POAPs. So messages here, take it with a grain of salt. Like we've done zero de-farming of that list. Uh, just keep coming to the show and enjoying the content, connecting to each other, and always treat the POAPs as just a bonus, um, kind of a delightful little dessert if you get it. But, uh, but we're here um, to educate you, empower you, connect to you. Um, that's the goal. So um, that's everything POAP related. Um, and I think uh, Clemente is going to p- uh, pin that little tweet. Yep, there we go. At the top, um, just walking through y'all through some numbers. So thanks, Clemente. Um, let's read another amazing comment from you all. I love that you are answering the question, what's something that you're, you're proud of that you accomplished smash that purple comment button and share it. Um, uh, Mike JC 1997 said, I'm a high school QB coach and my QB was named all conference. I think QB is a quarterback. Um, so way to go, Mike, that is freaking awesome. And then Betty said, uh, I got, I paid off all my grad school debt last month. Woo. Let's cheer. Let's give a little clap, uh, or some emoji for Betty. Um, way to go. What a, what a huge relief that is to pay off debt. Congrats. All right, let's go. Let's transition to the next part of the show. So, uh, as you all know, um, I, I, I love IRL events. Like it's my jam seeing y'all in person, giving you a hug, saying hello, seeing your eyes connecting. Uh, so I want the discussion, the first discussion today be about IRL events and how NFTs can play a role in them going forward. IRL events are the best way to network, as you know, with like-minded people. Art Basel is a good example. You know, we saw that happen live. And there have been a, several types of IRL events with token-gated access. For instance, there's the Proof Lounge at Art Basel, you know, VCon, Doodle Putt during Art Basel. We're starting to see a ton of these token-gated IRL events. So here's the discussion. Uh, how are NFTs going to play a role in the future of IRL events? And how can new projects leverage that idea? And I want to welcome up Fonz. Uh, as you all know, Fonz uh, uh, is cranking on token proof. Uh, all of us are using token proof at events, and I thought uh, he'd be a great expert to, to bring up. So would love to hear your thoughts on that first, Fonz, about how NFTs can really enhance these IRL experiences. Well, GM, GM, and thanks for having me, Ryan and Clementa. It's great to be here. Thanks for coming um, by. Why did you switch to an ape? What's going on here? Uh, I've always had an ape, actually. Really? Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. I, I, I Shows you how much I was like paying attention. Ago. <laughs> yeah, I bought a punk like two or three days ago, but I'm still not convinced that I should switch over to a punk. Because Wait, what? The, All right, we, we, we need to talk, but let's, let's talk. Let, let's do that separately. <laughs> well, yeah. <whoa. laughs> 
<laughs> no. Um, hey, apes are awesome. Punks are awesome. Everybody's awesome. It's all good. Carry on. It's sorry. just been it's just been too long with my ape. Like you know, it's it's always been part of my identity for the last year and a half or something. But anyway, um, yeah. I mean, IRL events. There's a lot of discussion as to what 2023 will be when it comes to IRL events. I'm super excited about what's uh, shaping up to be another great year. But I think things will change. If you think about it, everything that has been done uh, IRL with NFTs is token gating. And basically, you either have the NFT or you don't uh, when, it, when it's time to go through the gate. And once you're at the actual event, there's very little that is done with NFTs. And I think that's a big opportunity for next year. Uh, we're, we're not really doing much on-chain at the actual event. And so uh, I've, I've discussed this with the team and a couple of our partners is I really want to push uh, projects and, and communities uh, putting on these IRL events next year to really do some innovative stuff when it comes to interacting with the blockchain at the event. And so can you I can I give it like, help us imagine what, what, what are some of those things that we might see start happening? Um, I think Bright Moments is a really good example of this. I don't know if you've been to one of their live minting. I know, uh, I know of it, but never. I know of it, but never been. Maybe yeah. explain to everybody kind yeah. of how it works. Yeah, yeah. And so essentially, uh, you grab sort of a mint pass to Bright Moments, and then you go to one of their events. Uh, I think the last one, which I was, uh, I was there actually, was Mexico City. Uh, and then there's a couple of different tokens. They mint these uh, tokens called crypto citizens. And basically every city that they go to, there's like a London crypto citizen drop or a Berlin crypto citizen drop. And when you go to the event, you basically exchange that mint pass for the actual NFT. So you burn that mint pass and you mint your crypto citizen. And then you literally push a button on a screen and then magic happens and you mint that NFT right then and there. And so that's like a, a it's it's generative too, right? Which is which is pretty cool. And so Bright Moments is is a pioneer in the generative art movement. And so that that's one example. Um, something that we also do very often is we mint PO apps at the event or after the event, right? So I don't want to say that we're totally not interacting with the blockchain when we're at the event. But we at Token Proof are actually doing some interesting stuff for next year where it's more of an experiential features um, that we're building where maybe you scan a QR code and it's a scavenger hunt or tap an NFC tag and uh, or maybe even AR and you're actually interacting with the blockchain, right? Because to me, it's just not acceptable that the only thing that we're doing is it's essentially discriminating, right? Uh, based on on the blockchain, based on who yeah. can come in and who can who cannot come in. But that's yeah. it. That's that's, yeah, you, that's the only thing we're doing. I agree. Like it's a start, but it's definitely not where we imagine this to be. Um, but one thing that I would love to see, um, and 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 the neat thing to see is because we're minting so many POAPs with you all. Um, we could do this in the future. Is that if you come to an IRL event and you get enough people. Uh, geographically in the same location, um, then you could theoretically ask them to burn uh, a PO app that they own at that location. And if 10 or more, 20 or more, 50 or more do it, then something unlocks. Like, I, yep. I, I think I think we're really missing out on this idea of combining and, and stacking um, NFTs geographically and then unlocking, you know, new experiences. And I mean, That'd just be would so, that would be so fun. 
uh, you, you could actually incentivize kind of, uh, you know, healthy flash mobs and then new things could happen. And uh, I'm excited about seeing things like that. Now, the, the problem though is, is that the technology is still a little clunky. You know, what I mean is like NFC technology. So I was walking around with my 90cc shirt, you know, everyone's trying to rub their phone on my shirt. Um, it's kind of hard and awkward. Um, we're close, but, uh, but it just isn't quite there yet. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I, I will say, and I'm not, I don't own any equity in token proof. I have no financial reason to say this, but you know, checking in with token proof at all events was flawless and easy. Um, that was nice, but I think we've got a lot of work to do on the, the usability of NFC, uh, uh, and, and PO apps, you know, in a physical location. So I, ha- I have a couple of comments on that, right? Yeah, sure. Um, one is go to hands. The, the, the NFC, um, scanning issues, there's, there's, and I don't want to get too technical, but basically your phone can be like always listening in um, passively with a very low signal. And that's when you just uh, go up to the 90cc shirt and it detects the NFC. Or you can actually trigger that your phone scans an NFC tag. And that works way better because it, it uses more power um, to look for oh, that I see. Um, NFC tag. Instead so of being the, passive. Exactly. And so with the with the token proof app, now you can actually trigger scanning uh, NFC tag and it works every single time because it uses more power. But your other point was really, really good about either burning a POAP or doing something else after you have minted that POAP or that token. Because to me, it's really interesting where let's say that I go to a token gated event and I get a, a POAP airdrop to my wallet automatically through token proof because I attended that event. And then what else, right? That's that's the real question is what else comes after that? And it could be getting access to an exclusive merch store gated by that event's POAP, right? Which is yeah, that sounds totally fun. doable. Yeah. yeah. And, and just... more of those interactions and blending the metaverse with the physical world um, post-event, right? Oh, my God. It, there's just It's going to be so much fun. Like all, all of the joy that as kids we experience for treasure hunts, like we can do <laughs> if we just if we just lean in. Uh, use the tech, build the community around it. Uh, I can just imagine so much delight and fun, and and then you're a lot, and you're you can also align the interests of businesses, you know, with their community um, in, in, in an actual fun way. And and this is like, well, why Web three is so fun because these are all assets that you own that you can uh, transport that you can are composable um, versus like silly like points in someone's database. You know, exactly. in their closed closed garden somewhere. So, Fonts, thanks. Please stay on stage. Love to to hear you. For sure. Thank uh, you. Comment as we go forward. Hey, y'all, and kind of, I'm kind of blown away, and like my cheeks are all like shiny and red and happy because there's still two thousand seven hundred of you here, even though there's no POAP. So, I love you and I appreciate you. Um, so, thanks. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Um, all right, so we're gonna keep going to hands. We've got a lot of hands. We're talking about IRL events, right? Tokens. You know, what's the future here? Uh, what's going to happen? Um, and so let's uh, we'll go to hands in a second. But I, I, I do want to uh, say we've launched a poll. Uh, Clemente posted, it, and the question is, how should found, founders manage access to IRL events? So I'm going to be reading out this poll as it kind of goes. Uh, the, the choices are holders only event, holders free public pays, and then open access holders VIP or other. And uh, the one that's clearly winning with 46% right now is open access holders VIP. Um, and what's interesting is I voted for holders free public pays. Um, so it's kind of fun to see how you all, all, all view this. I, I also want to say, um, 
Clement and I are really trying to do a good job of getting fresh voices on the stage. Um, so we're going to be rotating people pretty hard on and off. So don't take you know offense if you get rotated off. Also, um, we're trying to get new folks up. We, we've got a lot of friends that hop on stage. We love you, but we're trying to get fresh perspectives. And I want to specifically encourage you, you know, if you're a woman or a person of color, please request. Like we really want our stage to represent the diversity of the world. Um, and you are welcome on this stage. Um, so and not, obviously a lot of you, we don't know your gender or your color, but you know, if that's you, come on up, let's go. Um, all right, let's go to hands. Uh, Restivo. Hello. GM, GM. I am so excited. We're talking about this, Ryan. Um, just real quickly, the NFC technology that's actually built into the nine DCC shirt is built by a company called IYK. Um, it was actually started by a guy I used to work with. So I felt like he's just appropriate oh. to just give a shout Small out. There. World. Yeah, exactly. And which I discovered in Miami, which was just so funny. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people love to sort of jump to like tickets, right? Tickets are a strange market, right? If you're an artist, if you're a, if, if you're hosting a gathering, you sell something out at a hundred bucks a ticket in five minutes, and then all of a sudden your tickets are selling for $200 on the secondary market on Ticketmaster, on SeatGeek, et cetera. It's tough for the, the creator or the artist because they're losing out on all of that you know, potential upside, right? Essentially, the market has decided that those tickets were mispriced. But it would be very hard to make that jump uh, into just making those tickets NFTs because all of these big conglomerates, Ticketmaster, SeatGeek, et cetera, are not incentivized to to change the current model. Uh, but what I'm so bullish on and like seeing you do this, seeing everybody do this is POAPs as the, as the means to onboard the next 10 million people. If you think about just, uh, and, and I like to call this like proof of loyalty. If you're a huge fan of a sports team or if you're running some big race or participating in some big event like Burning Man, there's a huge opportunity with some backend integration to start distributing POAPs um, automatically to those millions of people. And essentially, right. you put proof of loyalty on chain. Yeah. Now, now everybody can understand transparently and publicly who is the biggest Mets fan. You know, yeah, for real. Yeah, it's like verifiable the, on the blockchain. Exactly. This is yeah. this is where it has to go. And and you know, I'm I'm just I'm so excited about this as you know, POAPs, I just I'm I'm so bullish on them and I can't <laughs> get to this point. I know. It's so great. I something so simple, right? Right. You know, proof of attendance, which, you know, like you said, really becomes proof of loyalty if you do it right. Um and it's such a simple mechanic, but the fact that it's verifiable on the blockchain is just the dream. Um and uh uh, it's so I, it's so exciting. So I was talking to a, a huge talent agent company that manages, you know, some of the biggest names in the world. Um, and, you know, they're talking to their clients about Web3. And I and, you know, we were, we were just kind of dreaming together and saying, you know, the first like true A-list celebrity that really deeply understands this and takes the risk to de to detach themselves from the system and truly embrace this will crush it, right? They'll, they'll say, you know what? I mean, it's there's contracts, so it's hard to to get out of some of these things. But if they're able to 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 break contracts in a legal way and move forward and say, you know what? I'm going to literally uh, do my own shows at, at venues I choose, and I'm going to sell tickets via the blockchain, and I'm going to reward my holders with PO apps and NFTs, and I'm going to unlock experiences. And I'm going to, uh, you know, have those PO apps unlock merch and like, I'm, I'm going to go true web three. Like they will 
actually be able to connect with her community. Um, and I, I it's think- almost like what you've seen, like, like Pearl Jam has done this for like decades. Dave Matthews band has a program. Fish has a program. It's like, we need the next fish to yep. do it from the ground up. But at the same time, I also want to see these traditional like sports leagues and, and some artists just like lean into the fact like, okay, I maybe at the scan at the event, uh, we can also like just automatically generate uh, a wallet for that email, drop the PO app. And eventually that user will be, will be on board. It'll take time. Um, but I think we like both routes. I'm, I'm so bullish on both. Totally agree. Love your, love your take Rusty. But thanks. Uh, let's go to next hand. Uh, Palms. Hello. Hello, GM, GM, Daily Dorsers. GM, welcome. Yeah, I would just want to quickly double down on um, the fact that you mentioned POAPs being like the entry point to like onboarding millions and millions of people. And um, there was an event in, in Hamburg, Germany um, called like Hafenburgstag, which is basically like the whole town celebrating um, their harbor and um, their big ships and stuff like that. And I know I talked with a, a guy, like a, an agency, and they basically organized a little scavenger hunt uh, around the city or around different um, spots around the, the Hafenfest where you can claim POAPs. And um, they nice. they tried to get new people like who never, ever used POAPs before. Mm. And um, there are people running around with POAP kiosks running on their uh, phones <laughs> and trying to explain like web two people uh, what co-ops is, uh, what co-ops are and what they can do with that and so this was like the first experience that i had before that um that's right me like that's... getting people into co-ops yep that's what we want because people kind of get it i mean you know who here has done geocache let's see some emojis um let's see how nerdy i am or you are geocaching who's done geocaching i'm scrolling down looking for emojis wow nobody <laughs> Uh, maybe anyone's done geocaching. Oh my God. I guess I'm just super, uh, I'm seeing some gray stars, uh, sis, Alan. Okay. Some people know what I'm talking about. Geocaching is just like literal treasure hunting, um, you know, using, uh, GPS and, uh, and you, you know, you find a little cache and you're like, hey, yeah, 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 I found it. But, but none of it, you know, could be verified in the blockchain. And I just think, oh my God, this is, this is where we're going. Uh, I love it. So Palms, thanks for stopping by. Um, uh, seeing some interesting reactions in the comments uh, to the poll, um, and and Kim, uh, which is Kim underscore NFT, said uh, they like going holders free public pays because it's another way to generate funds aside from royalties, right? So another way to make a business viable <laughs> in the Web three space. Uh, so I, I appreciate that point of view. Let's go next to Bella. Hello. Bella, how's it going? It's going. How are you going? I was yeah, uh, good, good. Welcome back to my mic. Um, so just on the the IRL events, one thing that I, I think that we're missing the mark on is if you're not able to attend those events, there's no way for you to participate at home. Um, and one of the things that we did, it was a nonprofit, but when our programming got switched to um, online only models, we then went and we sent like care packages home with like items that they could participate in the event with us without actually being physically present. And a lot of our um, career development did that as well. They would send cookies or wine, just things for you to be there without being there. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, like it's just, I think that we're, all of those people at home are your holders and just as valuable, but we're doing nothing to say 
hey, we honor you just as much. And I yes. think that needs to be where we change. A hundred percent agree. And it, that's where, you know, the, the discussion is about IRL, but it actually kind of bleeds into uh, metaverse, which is essentially what we're doing here in this Twitter space. Hey, you know, we're joining this from around the world and yet we're able to, um, well, not today, <laughs> ouch, but normally we're able to give you a PO app um, and that there's a way to, to kind of keep you engaged and excited uh, even when, when you're remote. So Bella, appreciate you calling that out. And I think those mechanics will will uh, will mature as we go. Um, I want to call it some fun comments going back to uh, the question, what are, you, what are you proud of that you accomplished? Uh, Callie O., uh, which is Cali Crypto said uh, they're proud of minting my little guy this past May home birth. Truly one of the toughest things I've ever done. The other is getting quoted in several big circulation magazines when I was running my media lifestyle business. Freaking awesome that you minted a baby, especially home birth. That's uh, so beautiful and wonderful. Uh, my sister is a, a nurse midwife. And so I'm big into uh, to, to births and, uh, and, uh, the power of women. So, um, thanks for sharing that. All right, let's go, uh, keep going to hands. We're talking about, um, uh, tokens, IRL events, projects, you know, how are all these things going to combine in the future? Uh, voice of DeFi. Hello. So I'm going to take us on a journey. Let's imagine that it's a completely different universe and, and time frame. And let's imagine that, uh, you bought an NFT to go to a concert on February 9th, 1961 in Liverpool. You bought an NFT to get it, and it's token-gated. And uh, you go in there, you don't know much about the group that's singing, uh, but it turns out the group is called The Beatles, okay? And uh, you're completely, you used the token-proof app to show as you get in that you have indeed bought um, this NFT. And The Beatles, as we know the rest of the story, they, they go on to you know, be one of the most well-known bands of all time. And the Beatles now, let's just say in this universe, they're all alive or just McCartney or whoever, says, I really want to know what were the wallet addresses of the people there on February 9th, 1961. Well, it's held forever on the blockchain. They could give those small group of people in that small pub in Liverpool, they could give them, you know, exclusive tracks. They could give them exclusive collectibles, digital collectibles on there. They would have a list of those wallet addresses and you could reward those initial fans of the Beatles that were there for their first concert in ways that you absolutely cannot do now in the way it actually was done in our universe. So hey, I think IRL men. Yeah, I could change the way we do uh, IRL events. Oh my God. Absolutely. All Your story just gave me goosebumps, by the way. I loved it. <laughs> Same. <laughs> you know, because it, like, that's real. Like, th this is what I'm talking about. The first folks that, that are truly famous that, now that, that that get this, that actually realize I could connect with with my true fans, the people who actually have supported me, uh, with no intermediary, you know, let's go, um, and and that's where we're going now. With we're starting to see this with new uh, uh, Web three music labels, you know, uh, uh, music NFTs, but the voice. I mean, just painted the perfect picture. Like that's where and in that's where we're going. And I think and I would give it probably ten years, you know. Our, our our kids, you know, will say, "I can't imagine you did it any different way. Like, why why would why would you not do that?" Um, so I love love hearing you say that. Thanks, the voice. Uh, let's I'm go to totally Will. gonna I'm I'm totally gonna steal that as a pitch. By the way, <laughs> it's good. I hey, it gave us goosebumps, right? <laughs> um, let's go to Will. How's how's it going? 
What's up, guys? Good morning. Uh, awesome story, GM. The Voice, by the way, GMGM. GM. Uh, first of all, real quick, shout out to Fonz up here. Um, for those of you uh, who haven't checked out the Token Proof app, uh, the absolute gold standard in doing uh, NFT, Web3, blockchain-based ticketing. Uh, we, we talk a lot about who's going to help onboard the masses and bring tons of people to this space. Uh, the guy right here on top of the stage is, is definitely one of them. So if you're not downloading that, please please download it. It is absolutely incredible. So hats off to you, Fonz. Um, so real Thank quick, you. just to, to chime in, absolutely, just to chime in uh, on the IRL stuff. And then actually I have to jump for for a call here that I'm I'm four minutes late to, but it's okay because I wanted to be here on, on Daily Dose and, uh, and chat with y'all. Um, it was funny today, just today, this morning, and I'm sorry if somebody already mentioned this because I just jumped on. Carly Riley uh, from Overpriced JPEGs. She they had she had the forum three guys, the guys that did the uh, the Starbucks Odyssey app on the podcast, and it just released this morning. And at the tail end of the podcast, she was talking about. She goes, "Guys, I want you to help settle a bet for me." Um, she really wanted, and because she was going, she was in Paris ago, a week or two ago, and she was wondering what it would look like if if there was a Web three blockchain-based Foursquare app. You remember Foursquare from back in the day when you used to check into various places, you would do these check-ins and you would kind of rack up points and things like that. Does blockchain change the game in that sense where if all of a sudden you own those check-ins and you can connect with everybody else that checked in at a specific event and that had social layers on top of it, how powerful would that be? The, oh voice gave, the voice gave a much better example that I'm about to give. Like, for example, when uh, when I'm a big Miami Heat fan, right? Just born and raised in Miami, grew up with them. And when we signed LeBron, I know, I'm sorry, I got a lot of Heat haters. We signed LeBron and Chris Bosh, obviously a very polarizing team. That first game was like a big first game to see the big three in action. And they gave away these T-shirts that literally said, I was there. That's literally what the T-shirt said. I was there uh, in 2010. So you could just think of like the digital version. I don't even have that t-shirt. I can't even find the t-shirt anymore, right? But like, what would that look like from a, of a digital version of that that's obviously provable on the blockchain? Amazing. And then can you layer the social features on top? So just like kind of food for thought, what would like a blockchain-based, Web3-based Foursquare look like? And would we want to use that? And what kind of benefits would come out of that? I think it's just an interesting thing to think about. Oh my God, yes. I'm I'm here for that. Like what that that is absolutely the future because like you're actually giving the the true power of the reward to the people that care the most about it and giving them the power to choose what to do with it right I mean and and you know say for instance you were at that game and it was freaking awesome and you're proud of it and you hold that Po app and then you realize you know what like I I just got in a wreck and and I need to buy a new car like I'm gonna sell that memory you know because I was there and I earned it and I have the right to do that. So you, you, you throw it on a, on a, on a marketplace and, and flip it and bada bing, because it's your memory. Like yeah. Not, and addition, additionally, thinking, of, thinking about our Basel, right? Like how many events do we go to? Not just our Basel, but just like networking events in general, where we try to hand out business cards or connect with folks, but we never really get all that information. We try to connect and, and, and trade different, uh, you know, ways we can stay in touch. But what if, if, if I was just checking into an app, whether it's with, with token proof or another method or get a PO app, and all of a sudden after the fact, I could be like, you know what, that was a crazy event. Unfortunately, I only got to chat with 10 people. What about these other 90 people that I didn't get a chance to chat with that was also there that checked in? Oh, That's hard. extremely powerful. So oh, some amazing opportunities there.
I love it. And then, I mean, layer AR on top of that. I know you got to go to your meeting, so feel free to bounce. But yep, thanks, guys. Yep, take care. I mean, you know, imagine you layer AR on top of that, right? So you're at the event, and folks that opt in to to seeing your Twitter profile or or whatever it is you want to reveal, you can see them in the room. You can walk over and be like, you know, oh my God, you know, it's Clemente. What's up? You know, and, and hug Clemente because everybody wants to do that. Let's, let's just be real. Um, you know, uh, him with his saucy Chilean accent. Um, so. <laughs> putting you on the spot um you know, that that that's just gonna lock all to the next level um you know interactions i just can't wait um i want to read a couple fun comments i'm gonna throw it to emily after that um so we've got uh, a really cute picture of a father and a son from chef.eth uh, and he said i'm proud of my son very blessed to watch him grow um love love seeing that i love seeing you all share pictures too is it, it i think it it, it, it turns us in from listeners to, to, to people. Right. And I love that. And you can connect better with each other. So, uh, Emily, I'm going to throw it to you. Hello. Good morning. Um, oh my gosh, is that Clemente? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> hi Clemente. um, okay. I really wanted to go back a little bit to the NFC utilizing NFC technology with tokens at events. Um, doodle putt. We have to talk about doodle putt. Um, they were the first that I saw. Well, I, you know, this, that was my first really big event. But they, for anyone that that didn't go through it, you basically checked in. They checked uh, your token proof app to verify uh, your wallet. You would get to choose which doodle could be your avatar that day, and then they gave a badge, and that badge was an NFC chip. So every single uh, hole, you got to uh, scan your NFC chip, and then your doodle would come up on a screen, and it was really fun and interactive, really good awesome? for pictures. And I just kept thinking about like, and Bella, you mentioned the people at home that, you know, our holders are big fans of the projects or, you know, some of the, you know, some of the people that can't make it. What could we do to let them be involved? Because I remember being in Discord, people asking, take pictures, send videos. And it's like, what if they could control the wheel, the, you know, the wheel to to block balls or like, are there, are there ways to like interact with each other from people in, in real life and at home? And I, I just that. think that there's so many other ways that we can utilize it. Like, you know, if you have a certain trait, it could unlock this room, like you said. And I just think doodles are a great example of they're kind of dipping their toe in and they're the ones to watch with this kind of technology right now. Ooh, that's a fun idea. So you actually mix you know, folks at home with IRL and 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 uh, allowing uh, token enabled interactions that's super fun can you imagine um, a, an escape room like that, that oh so wow. fun. <laughs> that would be hilarious oh i love that idea call into the to the the main i don't know <laughs> you, you could have your like hacker people at home like in the main frame you know that's how that, that would works. be oh i love it all right we should do a daily dose escape room and you all can be mean to me while i try to get out <laughs> um all right let's go uh, uh final results of the poll everybody so the question was how should founders manage access to irl events the number one winner at 50% was open access holders VIP, which is interesting. And uh, second at 37% was holders free public pays. Um, so I appreciate you all chiming on on that. Uh, and they want to read uh, some more fun uh, comments about things you're uh, proud of. Uh, DGen D Demon said, I recently received my purple belt in jujitsu after four years of training. Still surreal to think about given the amount of growth since then. And the the photo is them tying on that purple belt. I literally just got goosebumps. Congrats. It's freaking awesome. And uh, can you hang out with me at an event? So in case anybody messes with us, you can jujitsu them. That would be sweet. <laughs> Appreciate that. All right, let's go to more hands. Uh, John, how's it going? 
Hey, good, Ryan. Thank you for the shout out earlier today. And thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming Um, by. I'm going to give something we haven't talked about, and it causes me a little bit of a pause with this whole discussion of Uh IRL po-ops is privacy. Um, uh, Good point. Let's go there. Yeah. uh, You know, I think that the reality is that as it stands today, the way that po-ops are being implemented, it's being written to the blockchain and it's publicly available. So all your activities will instantly are, they're instantly published and anybody can see them, read them, view them, um, and potentially do something malicious with that information. And especially, you know, I think about even something as simple as advertisers, like these loyalty programs, they require you to build up um, like a loyalty over time, usage over time. And so you can even like imagine if all your Google ad data was public. Like how how lame would that be? How much like how terrible <laughs> would that be? <laughs> well, lame or hold you accountable or uh, there's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, good and bad exactly. There. So that's the concern. I think like ideally there might be a layer two solution that can come out where only the creators of the PO apps can control who can see the list of information or there's some more uh, aspect of like you controlling your locate your PO app data maybe. Um, so that would that's what gives me pause. But the vision I, I love. I just hope that there's a privacy focused solution that comes forward in the future yeah no that's a really good counterpoint i appreciate you bringing it um we do have to think about privacy here um and it's it is kind of fun in games until uh you know someone uses that against you uh in a way that you that you know you didn't think of or weren't prepared for or didn't intend um so appreciate you bringing that up um i think we lost clemente he was having internet issues uh, earlier when we were chit-chatting so i think he'll be back um, cheer him on, send him good vibes. Uh, uh, we need our amazing Chilean co-host. Um, all right, so I'm going to manage on my own. Doing it live, everybody. So here we go. Uh, let's go next. Uh, back to Fonz. Hello. Oh, he's requesting. Ah, all right, well, we're going to go next to Stella. Hello. Hello. Um, Welcome. Uh, yeah, having me, uh, thank you for having me here. I think Clemente left because he doesn't have to give out that toe app anymore. So he's <laughs> like, okay, let me let me do. <laughs> no, he's he's um, he's he's more loyal than that. Don't worry. But carry on. Nice to have you here. All right, thank you for having me. I wanted to just go back a little bit in perspective to the QR codes. Um, so QR codes were invented in 1994, right? So we are like. You know, who's been using QR codes like recently and it has gained so much power and it always works. It's all it always works. There was never you know, a time that that it doesn't work. It didn't. So, so you said 1994 QR codes yes. were invented. Wow. Yes. That's wild. OK, it is. Appreciate it. And so I think we have a long way to go here. So if technology catches up to the whole NFT thing and, and the PO app it will be so much easier for everyone to, to use it. And we will probably not even know that we're using it. Um, sorry for the background, but that's, I, that's I why love that we can I, hear am, your kids. I can hardly come up and talk for that reason. Uh, she <laughs> finds the way to get in, in into everything when I have to do something. It's just oh my God. impossible. No, I so, can tell you. Yeah, I, can tell I just wanted Don't to worry. bring that perspective technologically wise. You know, Thank that you. I think that we, we are still way, way ahead of it. You know, like, way, way ahead. Of, I appreciate yeah. that. And I do love that we can hear your kids. Y'all like kids are a wonderful part of life. Um, and so if your kids are hanging out and they're loud, I don't care. We don't care. Like that's who you really are. We love it. Uh, bring your kids. Um, my 12 year old Devin, it tries to get in every single zoom call I've ever had. Uh, so I just let him sit in my lap and there we go. 
and and it's kind of fun. So, um, y'all, so Clemente is trying to get back in, um, and we have, oh my goodness, we have so many people requesting. I think it's literally like 30 people requesting. So don't take this the wrong way. I'm going to deny all of you. Um, so we can get Clemente up here and then, um, uh, he can request. So don't take this the wrong way. I'm oh, this is so sad. I'm just denying. I can step down, Ryan. I'll get out of here. Oh, okay. Appreciate it. Thanks for, yep. thanks for coming by. All right, real quick. Hey, Ryan, I know we don't have Clemente's, but maybe maybe right now I can sort of step in and help out and do the nerd alert. What do you think? Uh, that sounds great. Do it. While you do that? Okay, cool. Voice, nerd alert. Hit it. It's time for the nerd alert. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so while Ryan does this, I'm going to jump in. You don't get the sweet sounds of Ryan's voice. You don't get the sweet sounds of, of Clemente's Chilean voice either. Um, but today's nerd alert is KYC, which stands for Know Your Customer. It's a term used to describe the process of a business. Oh, God, I muted you. Sorry. <laughs> Come back. Oh, oh, oh. It was unintentional. I'm back. <laughs> carry on. I'm sorry, I muted you. Oh my God. Carry on. Let's go. <laughs> All right. I don't know where I lost, but KYC, know your customer. A term used to describe the process of a business verifying the identity of its clients and assessing their sustainability for financial products or services. The process of a KYC typically involves collecting information about the customer's identity, such as their name, address, date of birth, and sometimes also requires obtaining proof of identity documents. So, very popular in the financial space. Definitely something in the sports betting space, um, but yeah, that's KYC. Love it. Uh, thanks, Rusty, for for dipping in and helping y'all. This is a community run uh, endeavor, so here we go. I totally appreciate it. Uh, Clemente's trying to request. This is oh my god, Twitter space sometimes is just so uh, like uh, buggy. So we'll, we'll roll, we'll roll, and uh, we'll get there. Um, so why are we talking about KYC? Uh, I want to explain it. Let's, we're going to transition to the next uh, subject today. I, I really appreciate all the thoughts around IRL token uh, gated experiences, where we're going. Uh, but the next subject uh, has to do with MetaMask and PayPal, right? So um, as uh, Lucky Trader read in the news, massive, massive news that PayPal uh, is now empowering folks to onboard uh, fiat onto the blockchain uh, through MetaMask. So in, in addition to MoonPay and, and uh, Wire and the other solutions, we've got PayPal now. Why is this a big deal? PayPal has over 420 million users, right? Compare that with Coinbase, which is massive, which only has 108 million, right? So they're 4X bigger. Everybody everybody has a PayPal account that, that I've ever run to. Not everybody, but a lot. And so I think this is going to be a big, big, big onboard ramp. I'm sure we're all generally excited about it. Um, but it, but it relates to KYC. So a lot of times you have to KYC in order to use these, uh, on ramps, right? Whether it's PayPal, um, MoonPay, uh, Coinbase, um, et cetera. And so what are the pros and cons of, uh, of on ramps that require KYC? Is it impossible for web three to have mass adoption without these types of security measures or a web 2.5? want to kind of roll onto this discussion, talk about it uh, a little bit, and then we'll, uh, uh, we'll keep cranking after that. So and Ryan, I'm going to, I'm going to throw that question up and, and pin it so y'all can comment on it. 
Love it. Thank you very much. I'm going to get a couple more folks up. Uh, do, do, do. Here we go. All right. Let's hear some thoughts on this. So how does everybody feel about KYC? Do we think it's necessary? Are we going to ever figure out how to get our fiat onto blockchain without it? Um, uh, would love to hear some thoughts. While you speakers um, get get rampant, I'll get right to you, Emily. Um, I'm definitely a, a, a realist. And I, I just am very bullish on this idea of, hey, you know, if we've got to do Web 2.5 to get to Web 3, fine. And, and there's also a lot of laws and regulations that we're just not going to get around. Um, you know, in the United States, the government's just going to need to know, you know, where your money is moving around. And that's just the way it is. Um, and I'd rather roll with it and adapt with it than fight it. Um, but let's go to Emily. Hello. Emily. GM. Hello. GM. Welcome. Yeah. So um, I think if it were to progress to the state of not KYCing, it would have to go through a similar evolution that music did, where it started off with um, or the, the evolution kind of kicked off with Napster um, and downloading and sharing things. And every single musician out there fought it um, and, you know, producers and labels, they fought it and they shut it down and then it died. Right. And then there was still kind of like that pirate element that was going on, but um, at its core, it went away. So I think, right. you know, for that to ever disappear for a government, um, we would have to truly have evolved into a, a borderless economy and the government would have to come up with other ways to get their tax dollars because that's what they care about. They care about they're getting their cut. So if government they can, needs that revenue. Yeah. So if they can understand what's going on and then come up with a different strategy to get their share, then, yeah, I think it is a possibility. And we can operate a lot more on chain, either with something like higher sales tax or like taxing wallets that sit idly or and it's something, mm. something like that. But, um, you know, I think I think it can come in time. It's just not now. Yep. I hear you. No, I appreciate it, Emily. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Violetta. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Hey, Ryan. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, Emily. always. What's going on? Um, I personally, yeah, I was I was going to touch on the previous subject because it, it, you know, it touches me directly. But I think this, um, you know, PayPal partnership with MetaMask kind of links, you know, I'm I'm in the music space, you know, in the music NFT space. And what we're really trying to work on on a daily basis is the Web2 onboarding, right? Um, because music, I believe, is, you know, the best case for, um, you know, real in real life utility, and it has huge onboarding potential, right? Absolutely. I do believe that a partnership like that will make the experience easier to onboard Web2 people. I personally onboarded a couple of people from Web2 into Web3, and they're major issue was to buy crypto really because all the exchanges they're not so user friendly oh, so it's hard yeah it really is it was hard for me at the start so i actually look forward to this because i think it'll be very beneficial and um you know it's going to tie into the in real life events as well with the tokens and and all that stuff so i'm actually really excited it's going to make our life a lot easier got it you're bullish on it i, I am too um, I think it's going to help us uh, get to where we want to go faster. Uh, Mintify, I made you co-host. Um, so if you do see Clementi, Clementi, the, that's Clemente's brother uh, requesting. Um, feel free to get him up here. Thanks, Mintify. Um, let's keep cranking. Um, we're seeing uh, some more fun comments uh, from folks about what they're really proud of. 
Uh, one from Ray Carpio said, I'm proud of being a great father. Uh, eight months in and it's the best feeling ever. Congrats. Love, love, love um, hearing from your parents out there. I uh, appreciate that. Um, all right, let's go next to Ibrahim. Welcome. Welcome. Hello, hello. Good morning to everybody. GM. Base, GM, GM. Was that a bit of a British accent that I heard coming out, Ryan, when you said... Uh, yeah it's kind of i lived there for 12 years and like occasionally this little weirdness comes out but it's weird it's not nice so i'm gonna gonna mute now (laughs) oh good i don't have a british accent i didn't live there for 12 years but you know it comes out with me as well oh my Uh, god that was great (laughs) uh but yeah i I initially wanted to speak to the uh, original point but since we're talking about the um the the paypal situation i i lean more towards decentralization uh, but i don't think that's mutually exclusive with uh regulation and centralization playing a massive role when it comes to mass adoption so i think it's cool and the way that i look at a lot of these things is it's less about setting a standard and this is how everyone has to operate but rather creating an opt-in you know there's always uh, a choice that people make in terms of how they engage with the blockchain so i support that I like it. Uh, Opt-in. Love it. Um, Seeing a a really uh, cool comment from y'all around what you're proud of or uh, that you accomplished. And from Grimlinks, they said, proud of having helped six war refugees for the better part of a year by hosting them at my home. And one week ago, finally managed to relocate the last three in their own apartment with government support. Oh my God. Like I have goosebumps, tears, like that is freaking awesome. I love hearing from you all. It's just so, isn't it neat to realize like we're so much more than like our PFP or, you know, our, our, uh, you know, our tweets or, or, or whatever it is. Like, I just love hearing what's actually happening in y'all's life. Um, so powerful and beautiful. And it's just a reminder, like you just don't know what's going on in people's lives. Like let's just give each other more, uh, more room, you know, uh, let's presume the best, right. You know, you don't know that someone's, helping war refugees right and maybe they're grumpy because it's hard like um so it's always good to give people the benefit of the doubt it's my little my little soapbox for the day all right uh let's keep going uh next up is kizzy miyagi how's it going hey good morning everybody gm Um, just wanted to touch on the topic real quick because i'm big on trying to you know onboard my friends and i think like things like paypal and making it normal and things and platforms that they're already familiar with is going to be imperative for people to want to even come and be a part of it. Um, You say MetaMask, you say Coinbase, um, a Web2 friend says, I have a Bitcoin. So like, (laughs) wow, that's more than I've got. Awesome. (laughs) So I mean, just the normalcy of PayPal, I think is just going to be great for people to be able to use their, you know, a platform that they're already familiar with that they've already been familiar with. So just nothing too insightful. Just want to say that I think it's important that we give them some kind of normalcy so it's not so scary or unfamiliar. Love it. Totally agree. Yeah, just it feels like PayPal is a pretty normal thing, you know, and that a lot of a lot of normal folks have it. So love hearing that. Um, and I, I just want to give Clemente props. Like he is helping me run the show uh, through the Google Docs that we use. So Clemente, I, I see you. I, I appreciate you. You're still helping me, even though no one can see you on stage. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, Next up is Solar Sailor. Hello. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Cute moonbird. You can only see out of one eye. Are you okay? uh, Trying my best here. uh... (laughs) Okay. Just checking in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think think KYC is inevitable. You know, it's going to happen. I do question the effectiveness of it. 
you know, um, I think, uh, you know, like from two angles, one is, um, I've heard that KYC and AML laws and anti money laundering laws are not as effective, you know, as most people think. Right. That's one. I could believe that. Um, Number two is, um, there's a lot of information leakage, you know, and, you know, like just, just the other day, Gemini, you know, like they, they had a data breach. No, that's so, brutal. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this is going to be solved with some form of like zero knowledge proof. And I'm throwing a couple, couple terms there, but like, we should be doing an earlier, but we'll do it another time. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, so, so an example is like people, you know, like if, if, you, if, you, if you are on, you know, like if you want to drink, people don't need to know your exact age. They only need to know that you're above 21, right? Yes. So we need efforts, I think, on minimizing the amount of legitimate information that is requested. You know what I mean? So that's, yes. that's my opinion. No, I love it. And like you said, zero knowledge proofs should allow that saying, you know what, I, I, I don't want to know anything about you. I just want to verifiably prove that this fact is true. Um, and, and we are getting there, y'all. The, the technology is blow your minds. Um, and uh, I, the people that have figured this out just truly amaze me. So it's exciting to see where we're going. We're a ways off of that being usable um, today, but we're, we're getting closer and closer. Also, I just want to say, wow, there's still 2,600 of you hanging out. And uh, even though we didn't do a PO app, so I really appreciate you all. Uh, love the support. I'm glad you're here for the show and that you're getting value out of it and connecting with each other means the world to me. Um, let's go next to Anna Roth and then we'll probably wind down the show. GM, GM. That's a lot GM. of pressure, man. I got to feel like I got to throw a good transition back to you Just, now that, at the you end know, to round us out. I bet you will. I bet it'll be great. Go for it. <laughs> Um, I don't have a science fact today. I appreciate you coming back up. Um, I do want to say like, I appreciate questions that just make me think like it's, it's a fun exercise and it's fun to do publicly. Um, KYC, like I think about where we were a year ago as a space and we felt stubborn. Like we didn't want to cave to like, it may take incremental progress to get to where we may have found that we already were like, Oh, this is great. There's this decentralization thing. It's coming. Don't worry, everyone would want to do this too. They'll feel like us. And then we didn't necessarily get the adoption that we wanted. <laughs> and we're like, oh, maybe no. gradual <laughs> is part of the equation that we need to do. And I think the thing about KYC that that interests me, and I really appreciate the person that just spoke, I think like, how do you get relevant information without all of the information? But what you'd mentioned yesterday is like how we have to treat certain projects like businesses. And I see KYC as a tool that comes in that gives me an expectation for a business to have a certain level of information that they can use. And if you're choosing to not use that as a project and you're calling yourself a business, like as a consumer or whatever you want to call yourself, like I like the idea of having this. I have a way to measure if a if a person is using the tools available to them to produce the best possible thing. And, and right. I, I, like that is interesting to me. But I really agree with the point where like, how are you being protective in a way to help the progressional adoption 
where you aren't just asking for the same as what people are used to. So you show gradual incentive to where the ideology is. You can't just ask people to get there right away. Like that's rude. No. Like, no, that's no. rude. I like, like you it. can't do that. Yeah, um, we got to let people come along. Yeah, and, and I think the more that you can have conversations like this, that PayPal comes in and it onboards this exponentially large number of people just to see it, right? And it's not that it doesn't exist already. You can do it on Square. Like, it's easy to go buy Bitcoin. You can do whatever you want. But to have more and more people see it as commonplace, because we're like a niche of a niche of a niche, right? Just because a lot yeah. of us think something, it's still the minority of it. It's still like 50 people. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think when I think about like <laughs> these conversations where you can attract 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 people, Pope or no Pope, it's helped normalizing the conversation of what's available out there. Uh, and, and I think that's a really fun and interesting conversation to have. I love so, it. Like, I agree. Let's just keep doing it. Right. Yeah. Um, and I agree. Like a gradual kind of human nice on ramp is always the way to go. Um, Y'all were out of time. Um, uh, had a, a, a blast with you today. Um, sad, my amazing co-host, uh, had Twitter rug him out. Um, and I, Clemente, I appreciate you. Uh, the show is much easier to run when you're helping me. So, uh, I miss you. I appreciate you. Thank you for helping me do things behind the scenes. Um, uh, there is kind of one funny uh, comment I read. It's a dad joke from one nine on time. Uh, it's a, it's a dad joke. He says, my kid is blaming me for ruining their birthday, but that's ridiculous. I didn't even know it was today. <laughs> That's so bad. I appreciate it. Um, and let's let's finish on that terrible dad joke. Um, I just want to thank everybody for being here. Uh, thank you to Mintify and Lucky Trader for helping make the show possible and bringing value. Like sponsors bring value for the win. Love it. Uh, please uh, try their tools. They're free to try. Mintify, Lucky Trader is literally free. Uh, appreciate you all so much. Thanks for all my speakers um, for hanging out, bringing value. Um, Restivo, thanks for filling the gap for me for a second. Appreciate you. Um, and thank you most of all to you amazing folks in this community. Uh, thank you for connecting to each other, loving on each other, supporting each other. Um, this is the way. Um, so uh, let's, uh, The Voice, you want to play a couple, like a, a minute of tunes to carry us out? Indeed, I will. And uh, someday we need to get, we have Violetta up here on stage. And Ryan, I don't know if you're familiar with her work, but some take us in or out of one of the uh shows because her work is amazing and whenever i gave that Beatles story and we said there will be another group or person uh, it, it's probably going to be violetta so we should try that but uh well, i don't want to spring that up on you now for today i have got a banger for us this will probably be in your head the rest of the day <laughs> 